Today is Friday, April 11th, 2008, and I am here with doctors Michael Kelly and Mark. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, Steve-O. With, um, I guess, just congratulations in order one last time, <laughs> since the only time we got to say that was on the April Fool's show that we put up last week. Congratulations, Dr. Kelly. Well, thank you very much. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank Definitely. You. Happy uh, belated birthday. Well, thank you, too. Yeah. It's a you, good week. I saw you on Twitter last night. I saw your tweet that said that your work had been interrupted by phone calls, and I was wondering why you were working on your birthday. Well, that's what I said to myself. I said, what am I thinking? How pathetic is my life? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's an indication of how much I want to just be done with all the loose ends, you know, but yeah. what the heck, I it's all right. We're, we're on track. Well, I hope you at least polished off a slice or two of cake. <laughs> and then some, me. Eh? So, <laughs> Excellent. Um, you know, having said the fact that you're sort of tired about writing about this, guess what we're going to talk about today? Oh, no! <laughs> um, we've alluded to your dissertation study since, gosh, at least this, you know, this time last year. We've talked about the work that you were doing with students and blogging. Um, and on an earlier show, <coughs> excuse me, we talked about the possibility of following up on it. And I think now that your study is done and you're in those those final weeks of just wordsmithing and revising, uh, it would be neat to talk to you a little bit about the study itself, maybe remind us what you did and where, and then to talk about the findings and, and your thoughts on what those findings might mean for someone who's interested in putting blogs in, an, in a classroom, especially in a setting like yours. Sure. Sounds good. So, I mean, I guess the first thing I'd ask you to do is to give us the, you know, the, the, just the brief three or five minute elevator speech about what it was that you were doing, kind of remind us what your study was all about. Okay. That's an, that's an elevator in a tall building, man. Three to five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> or a very slow one. Yeah, very slow. Good point. Yeah. All right. Stop on every floor. <laughs> um, well, first of all, it was I was looking at uh, how the use of weblogs in an academic writing class uh, for undergraduates, for second language undergraduates, that's uh, students whose native language is not English, ESL students, if you will. I was looking at how the use of weblogs in that setting might influence uh, the affective states of, of the writers. And by affective, I'm, I was looking specifically at uh, their sense of community, their classroom community, uh, their, <clears throat> their writing self-efficacy, how, how confident they were they could perform specific writing tasks, um, and their overall performance, uh, as well as the writing apprehension. Um, I was looking at these specific things because we know that uh, a writer's anxiety level when faced with a writing task or their sense of community, um, these things have an impact on, on performance, on how well they write. And in academia, in higher ed, uh, writing is... Coin of the realm, and it's also one of the hardest things, or the one of the last things to really get developed for for non-native speakers. And so, with the, with an eye for how do we improve our instruction or or, or uh, create a, a a better, more effective learning experience for for these second language students in at university, you know, would blogs address some of that issues? And I. I I selected blogs or blogs came up um, because for a couple of reasons. One is there's, from my own experience, I suppose, uh, 
where it started is it's it seems to address some of these issues um, these affective issues and then with the the opportunities for networking and, and the different types of interaction between students and 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 the instructor uh, it seems like that it would be a, a good mechanism for addressing you know issues of, of community creating a, a tighter closer uh, a classroom and and indeed there's there's literature to that suggests this and we know that blogging is has really taken off well maybe not really taken off but we know that it's it's getting beyond perhaps just a fad it's it's People are, are looking at it, trying it, and using it. And I think for teachers, um, intuitively, there's, there's a lot of uh, perceived opportunities, you know, the ways of publishing and the, the, the different levels of interaction, particularly in ESL, um, sort of a, a, a way of getting at a broader audience and, and making different kinds of connections. So that is a little bit of the rationale and where where I was coming at with the with the study it took place up in central michigan in uh, mount pleasant at central michigan university <laughs> very pleasant place indeed sounds like right a pleasant the, place oh yeah right in the middle of the mitten and uh and i was up there last semester um as some of you might recall a couple of our podcasts were i was by way of michigan and uh, yeah. Well, all right. So going, I mean, I guess a little bit curious going in, I mean, we've talked about this, but you're, you've got all this literature that sort of supports the notion that blogs are going to help with some of the components that you looked at there. Did you have a strong suspicion about any of them in particular? Did you think that maybe you'd see a real change in, on a few of those measures, but not all of them? Yeah, I did. I, I really thought uh, there would be some, interpretable you know results with respect to the the community and 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 self-efficacy actually all all three of them I, I you know I, I it's I thought I would see something along those lines um, as it turns out I I, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> Well, well and let me let me qualify to, to the results. Just paint a real, if you could, a real quick picture of what this looked like as students were first okay. getting started with the blogs, and then as they'd reach a level where they were maintaining them and not having to learn how to use them. Sure, uh, it was an academic writing class, and these it was an advanced level. Most of these, or all of these students, were eligible to take academic classes at CMU. Not all of them were, but um, they they were able to. But the requirements of the university were that they had to to pass this course um, before they could move on, um, take a full load of academic classes. Uh, the, the blogging section was conducted in a, in a computer lab, so there were uh, easy access to, the, to computers in class. Um, and they used the blogs primarily for journaling activities uh, and uh, some peer review activities, as well as uh, posting uh, their their work, their final drafts. Um, they also used the blogs for some of the some of the other activities, such as as pre writing activities. Where mm. uh, um, and 
there was a class blog maintained by the instructor, and that served, excuse me, primarily for for course management. He he posted the homework assignments. Um, there was a, a blog roll of you know all the students, the links to all the student blogs, and then there were <clears throat> uh, individual blogs by each of the each of the students where they posted their work and and um, you know maintained that separately. Uh, from from the class, and very quickly, uh, students got you know got into customizing their blogs. Um, they didn't they didn't spend a lot of time on that over the course. So they kind of did that initially, you know. So the initial, oh, cool, this is my my space. I can make it look like what I want, and um, almost all of them did. But then once it was sort of set, then they just went on with the the happy business of blogging. Um, and I'll have to say the blogging activity, um, by the students was largely, uh, in react, well not reaction to, but as how the, how the instructor, what the instructor asked them to do. Mm. Um, and, and <laughs> they were diligent about that um but it didn't take off like wildfire in terms of oh my gosh here's this great personal writing space i'm just gonna <laughs> blog and blog and blog right um can hey, michael can i ask you a question sure, please the um the assignments so they were sort of given specific assignments to do in the blog do you do you get the sense that it was the students impression that this was just to be used you know that their blog space was really just for those assignments in other words were they given? I mean, they customized the look, but do you think they um, they felt like that was what this was for, and that was only what it was? You know what I'm saying? Right. Did, I do. Okay. Um, yes. Yes, and no, Mark. They they did perceive the blog uh, as being primarily a course management tool, and I'm I'm drawing on sort of my post treatment interviews. Um, however, they also indicated that they recognize that the blog could be used for much more and that they would like to have used it for much more, um, and, but that they were, um, they were, again, following the requirements of the course in terms of time and what they had time to do. And it was sort of, it, it, to be honest, I had this sort of sense that it was a little bit like a, like the first high school dance or something where you got a lot of wallflowers and you're waiting for somebody to get out there and, and start dancing and nobody does really, or, or not enough people. And it doesn't quite <clears throat> do it. Everyone wants to, but you know, if no one else is by golly, I'm not going to do it, you know? Right. Um, um, so they, there was, uh, the students did associate using the blogs with improvements that they made. They, they recognized it as being a, a, a meaningful. Uh, <clears throat> well, they recognized using the blogs with with their sense of community and and as a means of, of getting to know their students better. And they and they talked about <clears throat> um, wanting to make those connections in a personalizing at, literally between you know between students, not just sort of personalizing the the, the look of their their blog, um, but. Looking at their actual behavior, they were just scratching the surface, really, and I, I think that was a function of of how it was implemented and and modeled. Um, and 
So does that answer your question? Yeah. And, you know, I guess as a follow-up, I wonder, too, like, I love that notion of sort of the wallflower kind of thing, because I've had that experience in in my classes, and I've seen that in K-12 schools, too, is that, you know, in some classes it just takes off, and you wonder, like, is there any research that sort of talks about, like, the the social dynamic (laughs) of, of, you know, of kind of how that gets going and and how you facilitate that as as the instructor, or is that something that really hasn't been explored to this point? Well, I, I I don't think it's been really explored with with respect to blogs. Uh, there's I tie it to uh, the implementation, how it gets presented, and that was and that comes from from uh, what I saw in the class and what in the, what the, what came out in the data, um, as well as looking at other examples of of when it does take off. Uh, in, in my case, in this class, the instructor himself recognized um, some of these things. And the students also said, you know, we, we were doing just kind of what he told us to do because we're students. Um, and some of the students, you know, wanted to do more, but um, didn't. So I think it really... Unless you had a, a sort of an, uh, an outstanding kind of student who could really get in there and, and rally the crowd, it, it really comes down to the to the instructor mm. uh, and just uh, how they roll it out, how they roll it out, and and how they you know how they encourage it and 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 getting and getting it going sort of early on. I, I think there's a certain <clears throat> And this was certainly the case for me. When you're really close to the, the this kind of technology, the tool, or using these these things, you know, it's hard. You, you you have to be careful not to take stuff for granted. And so the notion of of connecting and networking and and you know leaving comments and interacting is, you know, it's not necessarily obvious to everyone and sometimes <clears throat> or the benefits of what happens when you when you you can tell someone oh you leave comments on what they write and it's like well geez I don't know what, you know what's that all about until that starts happening and, and, and you realize oh <clears throat> this is this makes me feel good you know when someone says something mm-hmm. nice about something I've written and it's not just the teacher it's this it's this other person and there that's a genuine comment or a question and then then you start to realize where it's coming from it also, uh, I mean I think what you're speaking about too really shows how you can extend um, you know a dialogue or a conversation in a way that you can't in the more traditional model of handing your work into an instructor mm-hmm. exactly and that that was um, one of the things in this study that uh, that, that came out that, that you could <clears throat> extend the conversations and you could extend what was done in the classroom. Um, the peer review activities and the, some of the pre-writing activities were really facilitated by, by the blogging. Um, the, the instructor was able to uh, <clears throat> give, have students post uh, one of their a draft uh, online on, on their blogs and then Ask two students to uh, go out a class and re- read and review and, and fill out like a worksheet, a peer review worksheet on on the uh, on the piece of writing. And then when they got in the class, the two two students would get together and they would have already read the piece and they would already fill out their worksheet and they would collaborate 
um, in terms of um, writing a, a, a writing feedback that they would then post as a comment on on the blog, and that. Um, so when the students got to class, they had read the, the article, they were focused, they jumped right to task, whereas in the, in the non-blogging section, or otherwise, or how the, the instructor normally had done this, they couldn't do it, they would do it in class. Um, so they would come in, and the energy level would drop as he passed out these, these articles, or the, you know, the students' work, they would read it, and they would spend a lot of time just reading these essays, and there was not a lot of class time, and... Hmm. You know, it was it was really helpful in that regard, sort of extending the, the things that they could do in the class. Just, just to play devil's advocate, Michael, for a second, would you uh, could the same thing have been achieved if they were sort of in groups where they would email their documents to each other prior to class? Like, you know, kind of was the value added sort of the efficiency aspect, or did you see it as more than that? Uh, it certainly was the efficiency aspect. Um, I think that there was more to it uh, in in that it was a part of this more permanent record in this space um, that became available to to everybody actually mm-hmm. and this was another thing that the the other students really picked up on is they really liked having easy access to everyone else's writing and what the teacher was saying and what the other students were saying ah, because excellent. because they they used it as inspiration for you know when they were trying to write what you know what what's everyone else doing um, and one student mentioned that it was he hadn't really studied much English and um, and writing and and he didn't have a lot of confidence and when he went out and looked at everyone else's writing. It was like, well, wait, wait a minute. Okay, <laughs> this is all right. I, you know, I can do this, um, and it and that was very helpful. Um, so, so that's a huge benefit that you know, especially because they'd have multiple options to see each other's work and lots exactly. of people in the class. That's right. great because that's one thing I've, I had. I always hoped, you know, that my students would check out each other's blogs and, and the comments that I would leave or, you know, whatever. But right. I wonder how much they did that. But maybe they're doing it more than I realized. Right. And I, maybe, it's, maybe it's the population, too. These are, you know, non-native speakers. They're focused on learning language. Um, True. And so they're, they're looking at other students writing in, in different ways than, than certainly um, – Native speaker undergraduates might be for you know a different course. Right. You know what I mean, but well, that, but you know that's I think there's a there's a common thread in there to be sure. Well, I think it's interesting too because the other aspect is they they really had something to gain for themselves personally. There was like right. a tangible benefit for them to <clears throat> right. go read each other's blogs. Or sometimes it's just oh I'm curious to see what so and so said. Or you right. know that's a different sort of level of engagement probably. Exactly. And again, it kind of goes back to the purpose for the blog and why you set it up and how you set it up. It's not just that a blog is, is either going to encourage that kind of community or not, but it's all in the way you set it up and, and mm-hmm. utilize it. Exactly. Exactly. That's really interesting. So um, what, what other benefits did the students report? What are the, I guess maybe what, what are some of their findings that maybe were surprising or uh, that you expected, but what, you know, kind of what are some of the other things you found out? Okay. Well, as I, I sort of mentioned earlier, uh, the this was a mixed method study. So I did um, I had some 
scales measuring these affective states that I took pre and post. Um, and there was a non-blogging group and a blogging group. And I also did some qualitative analysis of interviews and observations. Um, from the, the quantitative stuff, I was a little surprised, honestly, that the data was, was flat. Um, so there was no statistically significant difference between the two groups in terms of these the classroom community, um, self-efficacy, and writing apprehension. Um, uh, I had a small sample, you know, no power. Um, <clears throat> there was uh, well, so that was a little surprising. I mean, I, I don't I think there's something more going on, and I think that under you know a different circumstances, maybe a different level where students are having starting out and finishing with a different affective condition, um, you know you might might get something different, um, and certainly with a different implementation. Uh, I the implementation was was what I've been sort of calling a, a low threshold um, course management posting. Right. Um, writing and, you know, sort of the, the, the bare bones. But, um, you know, there was benefit in, in that, and, and it was low threshold, so, so, so go for it. Um, I, I, do, I, I should point out that one interesting thing was that all of the students in both groups actually, based on the, these measures, uh, came in at, at sort of moderately positive levels. In other words, none of the students were were particularly anxious or had a lot of writing apprehension or were not feeling very self-efficacious. Uh, they, they were, you know, had a fair bit of efficacy in their mm. um, was writing and a, a sense of community. So, you know, the question was, here we have these students who are already feeling pretty good about this and we're trying, right. to, trying to move them even higher. You know, I don't know, maybe if, if you, the blogs, you would have a, a a different outcome if you were if they with students who their self efficacy was really low in terms of right. writing. There wasn't much room. Yeah, there wasn't much room for them to move. Perhaps, yeah. Um, with this particular group, with this particular group, um, I I did this. I it wasn't so much surprising, but it was it was uh, interesting. Was how quickly the students recognized um, what could be be done with the blogs and the fact that they they wanted it and it was a little bit of a and what I mean by that is the sort of the, the personalizing um, the interaction getting to know the more they wanted more journaling they wanted to write more journals and interact uh, via their journals um, and it, it was interesting because that's a little bit uh, in conflict uh, with the syllabus, <laughs> you know, some of these things that they want are not part of the course necessarily. Where it's it's pretty pretty much product oriented. Um, here's the you know five paragraph essay. We've got argumentative, cause and effect, logical division. You know these sort of different forms, um, and you know the time was was spent largely practicing that, um, and. And so, like like many classes, I think there's that uh, there's that conflict of the, the time constraints. You know, we got all this stuff to cover, right? But you know, maybe building 
community and doing all these things ultimately in the long run, you know, it, you know, is a, is a good thing and can really help, but, but gosh, we don't have the, the time to do it, you know, uh, seems like, um, but, uh, uh it's sort of, I guess it depends on sort of, it's like an opportunity cost, I guess. If you, right. if you spend time building that, it's maybe two assignments that you have to pull out because you don't have time mm-hmm. to do. And it's just a choice that you make. And there again, you know, I think it goes back to the idea is that maybe part of the reason you didn't see that is because that wasn't really part of the purpose from the instructor's point of view. Right. And that's, and that's, um, that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, great minds stick alike, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was fun. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was a good experience and, uh, go ahead. I was just going to ask like, what are your kind of, you know, maybe like one or two sort of takeaway ideas. Like if you were going to, like, let's say, you know, somebody emailed you and said, oh, my God, like I saw your brilliant dissertation on dissertation <laughs> abstracts. And, and you know, I, I'm going to do something in my class. You know, maybe I, I'm teaching high school English. What are the one or two things that you sort of took away that you think would be really helpful for, for instructors to know, you know, if they're going to, if, if their part of their goal is, you know, beyond just sort of the instructional part that is building community or is, right building self-efficacy as a writer, you know, what, what kinds of suggestions would you give for them or, or, or what would you be, what's your next step? Like what, what else would you like to figure out? In other words, if you don't have the answers yet, what, you know, where, where are you finding interest, I guess? Well, I, I would definitely start with two things and they're they're kind of related. One is to, to write up front, spend the, the time sort of getting into building that, you know, what's involved in terms of building that, the community and how this stuff works. Um, and very quickly, I think it involves uh, a different role from the instructor. Uh, I think that if we're really trying to talk about or get at community and efficacy and in these things, what, what blogging brings in is an opportunity for the teacher to participate in the class in a, in a very different way, uh, because if we're talking about the teacher modeling these these reflective behaviors, or, you know, reflecting on their writing and what they're learning, and 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 and, and being part of the class in a different way, they're not they're they're it's how shall I say it? it's a, it's a more it's a different relationship. They're more they're at an equal level. I suppose with the students, they're they're being sincere and genuine about what they write about, their perceptions of the class, what their their reflections on 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 pieces of writing, not as feedback for a student, uh, and not necessarily as to 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 show off or whatever, but a very genuine uh, level of participation, and I think that's the stuff that brings students um, together. And 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 it not only brings them together, but it, it 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 creates a different dynamic to the class. And the and the blogs, I, I think, afford that. Um, and so I would be interested in in seeing when an instructor does put themselves into that position. In addition to you know, of course, what the instructional things and what they normally do, but also having this different level of involvement with, with the class, um, much like, well, not much like, but as blogging really is, and, sh- and 
in presenting it in that way, I think that, um, well, that, that's interesting to me. Hmm. Well, that, that's sort of, it, it's interesting because you sort of articulated something that I've sort of been feeling, I guess, or, but not quite knowing how to, what to make of it, I guess, or how to articulate it myself, is that blogging is something that can be used in very traditional ways. You know, mm-hmm. do do the same thing, you know, in a, you know, with a different tool, basically. You know, instead of you doing your little journal entry at the beginning of the class in a spiral notebook, you do it on a blog, you know, blah, blah, right. right? And, you know, quite honestly, I think a lot of the student writing that you see on blogs is kind of like that. Right. That there isn't that sort of social element built in. There isn't that, um, you know, sort of them making it their own and so on. And you can understand why, you know, because, again, right. that's not part of the goal and all that. But, you know, I guess I, I've always been a little bit hesitant to embrace blogs too much in that, boy, you know, I mean, if that's all they're going to get out of it, you know, right. I, I'm sure that for a short run, there's going to be sort of the uh, the novelty effect that, mm-hmm. well, it's more exciting to type out my journal entry at the beginning of class and write in my notebook, you know, but right. long run, you know, we know that's not going to hold, you know, mm-hmm. but so, but if we really want to take advantage of blogs and the affordances that they have, we really do have to change the way we would do things. We yeah. really would have to invest more time in building community. We'd have to structure assignments differently, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one of those examples where I guess I always feel like that you shouldn't bend what you're doing to the technology. Right. Unless, you know, the technology really allows you to do something that's, you know, different or better, or more efficient, you know, whatever. Um, but this is one of those examples where if you do bend the, what you do instructionally, to sort of match up with the affordances of blogging, you really may have a much stronger experience in the long run. It may take more time. It may, you know, there's an investment inherent in that, but it may actually really pay off. But this is maybe an example of one of those tools that if you're just going to use it in traditional ways, you know, why bother, I guess, you know, but if you really are willing to make that investment, it could really have a big payoff. Well, I, I I think so. And I, for me, you know, it's, the social component, uh, you know, I, I often go on and on about <laughs> that sort of stuff. Um, and I think that that's, regardless of blogs or not, just in general, there's this need for a different kind of engagement and interaction between teachers and, and students. Mm-hmm. And, and it is characterized by some of these social things that that are that are coming out of you know these web-based tools, um, but it's it's a you know it's a resonates at a much more fundamental level, and it's it, it has to do with you know getting closer to that gray area of teacher-student, student becoming teacher kind of thing, um, where well, and I think I think you're right. I think this is one of those tools that that's that's what it's all about. I mean, blogging, it's about, you know, opening up a certain uh, kind of interaction between people that, you know, we haven't had before. And it, it's inherently a more social practice. Um, and I, you know, that's, that's, you know, really where I'm coming from with this. And I think, I think that's a, that's a good thing. Um, and <clears throat> to, to respond to why bother, actually, I mean, it, be, they are low threshold, and, and there's a couple things just from instructionally for, with journals. Um, the instructor was gaga about not having to carry around, you know, 30 notebooks. 
to take home and read and write right. in his thing. He Good types point. faster than he writes, and he was more inclined to actually respond to students' journals when he could just get online and go and do it. Um, and it was a there was this big convenience factor, um, as well as with the peer review and the pre-writing exercises. So, you know, even if you're only going to look at it, at it from a the traditional way. There's there's some good reasons to do it because they are low threshold. It doesn't take much to set up a few you know blog accounts and you know if you if that's what you're you're going to get out of it of just some of the efficiency things that you you can't get with emails you know and that are you know that right. have these other things and then you should bother you know yeah. and then then it's just wide open from there to to how rich you want to really get into it. And I have to I'll point out that the instructor you know was not um, he was hadn't was not really familiar with blogging didn't wasn't a blogger or anything and um somewhat of a he reported himself as being a somewhat of a laggard in terms of <laughs> technology but he's uh he's teaching the same class this term and he's he's using blogs again um and he has ideas for using it in in other he he actually thinks that it would be he could use them better or would be more suited for him in lower level classes where they're doing more reading and, and uh, different kinds of writing, um, he thinks that would be that would be good. So, you know, it uh, in the end, that's no reason not to really. At some level, um, I think it's it's a good thing. Yeah, no, I think that's really encouraging that he, you know, because I think you make a great point that you know it, the benefit could be on either the student or the instructor side. Right. You know, in terms of answering the why bother question, right. because, yeah, that I, I can relate to that. When I was teaching high school uh, every weekend, I would have a gigantic box full of spiral <laughs> notebooks I would take home every weekend, you know. Right. And right. so that's not a, that's not an inconsequential you know, no, benefit. No. Um, but but that's interesting that, that he's he's ready to continue on. So at least he saw enough benefit, maybe even if it was only from his perspective. Right. That, you know, maybe he'll expand his practice a little bit and, you know, and they'll take advantage of some of the benefits from the student side as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great. That's, I think it's always encouraging when they're not sort of, not that he, you know, it's necessarily required to do it, but you know, the fact that they're choosing of their own volition to kind of get exactly. it, I think that speaks volumes. So no, that exactly. sounds, sounds great. The one other thing I wanted to touch on really quickly, just because I, I saw it, um, gosh, I, you know, it's from a blog I'm reading. I forget whose it was right off the top of my head. I'll have to go back and look and see if I can find the post. But it's uh, uh, it was talking about a, uh, a oh it's from iLearn Technology that's what it uh-huh. was uh, and uh, it was uh, talking about a free uh, online typing tutor called Typing Web you know because a lot of elementary schools they do you know typing tutorials and they have software right. or whatever you know to kind of get at least basic typing skills sure um, and they they started using this one in the school and they. Uh, the kids really like it because, I mean, it's still just a typing tutor. It's the same kind of games, you know, as any of these other ones, but it offers customizability. You can choose a skin to decorate it, you know, and you can drag and drop elements. And that, you know, they, they made the point that, you know, kids always prefer something that they can customize. And, (laughs) and, you know, and it's funny, but the, the ironic thing is, so, you know, so you mentioned that that was one of the things that the students did in this, in your study is that that was oh, one right. of the first things they did, you know, jumped right in to kind of customize it. But ironically, it's funny because, you know, Blackboard, for example, has added a blogging tool, uh, uh-huh. you know, and there are a lot of blogging tools that are pretty much static. Right. You, you, know, you know, maybe other than adding your own blog role, there's not much you can do to customize them. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and it's funny because that, that sort of eliminates one of the, uh, the natural, you know, sort of, uh, things that draw people to, to create. Right. Cause you know, you see all these, a lot of different sites, you know, add more and more and more functionality to what you can add to your page, you know, the more right. things you can customize it. And of course, you know, they do that to keep people around, keep people right. interested and engaged. And it's funny that here's one of these tools that lends itself to that, but you know what, for use in the classroom, we're going to strip all that stuff away. <laughs> You know, just sort of, yeah, exactly. You know, it's sort of ironic. So, but anyway, I don't know what to make of that, but it just occurred to me that it's funny that your comment and then just what I'd read just this morning about that, because, you know, customizing a typing program, you know, it doesn't seem like that would be too exciting, but But for the kids, whatever, you know, whatever will hook them, you know, by all means. And I, I think that, like I said, they went in there and did it and it was, it has something to do with, you know, it's not something you you keep going and getting into, and it becomes this creative endeavor. But it's it's the mark of my my space. You know, my my place. You know, this is me, yeah. and I go there. I look at it. I identify with it, and yeah, I can change it if I want. But no, I like it. And when other students go, they it becomes it's just a small, simple thing. But it, I think it has there's something to it. You know, um, you know, instructors are not and certainly this case was, you know, not really interested in spending a lot of time and getting into showing them how the bells and whistles and whatnot. But, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure that they, they find that stuff on, on, on their own. Um, speaking about Blackboard, I had a number of students report that for course management, because from the instructors, that's largely how it was implemented. They preferred using the blogs as course management tools to Blackboard. All their other classes, they use Blackboard. That's sort of the institutional, you know, thing and they're all they're well acquainted with blackboard but for the simple fact that they click one link you know their bookmark and they go right to the class page and boom the first thing at the top is the latest assignment blackboard yeah. you got to log in you got to click here you got to click there you got to yeah. you know okay sure it's only a few clicks but you know they they said yeah this is great you know we just click and we it's right here you know it, it was easy they preferred it to blackboard for and for course management purposes huh. that's um, interesting I think it's interesting in these studies how when you when you really sit down and talk to people, they mm-hmm. tell you things you know that you would never have anticipated or you know. Right, that, had nothing to know, do with my research questions. Yeah, but. exactly, but still interesting <laughs> nonetheless. You know, so well, that's great. Well, Michael, it's been really interesting to hear about this. You know, we, we've heard sort of on and off bits and pieces, and you've alluded to what you've been working on, but it was fun to to get into it a little bit more formally and to hear more yeah. uh, more in depth of what you found. So. Yeah, my pleasure. Finally, I'm glad to be at this point where we can talk about it more in the past tense. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Much much better to think about it in the past tense, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's good. So, uh, you know, I'm sure this will be uh, interesting for, for folks to kind of hear about the importance of sort of how you structure them, the, you know, the kind of the cost benefit and all that, but but also just some of the, the little lessons that you've learned I think have been really interesting. And so I, hope I think so. I'm going to try to approach blogging, I think, a little differently in my class. So we'll have to we'll – have to, um, uh, you know, put our heads together. And that actually might be something worth uh, doing a little field report on, just sort of some co-planning, I guess, for sure. thinking about, you know, with, with what you've learned, how, how much you structure it differently. Because quite honestly, it's something I, I feel pretty committed to doing, but I don't feel like it's ever really worked as well as I'd like it to. So, And I think the big part of it is sort of trying to figure out ways to to, uh, to build that community aspect. So, so that may right. be something we'll, we'll, we'll revisit again down the road. But, uh, but really interesting stuff. Thanks for, thanks for sharing it, Michael. Well, my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, and we'll, I guess we'll wrap up then today. Um, we'll be back with at least one more show um, at least, yes, yep. this season as we wrap up the semester. <laughs> so, so look for us uh, again soon. Uh, 
I guess uh, we'll just we'll keep everyone in suspense as to the topic and the uh, the focus of that that show. Oh, yeah, so. good at that, eh? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael. Talk to you well, later. Good to talk to you. Hey, bye. bye.